Well, girl, I see you over there. You look like you got a song in your heart, honey. Oh, you want to hear it? Go ahead and let it out. Cause, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back. Uh. Welcome back. Hey. I know that's right. Welcome back to Depression, everybody. It is your girl, Miko Kalan, and Mr. Jalen White to my right. Okay. <laughs> well, hello. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's, I'm well. It's it's been a long time. Indeed. We're not gonna say how long it's been. Cause um that's not y'all right. business. But we back. Big. And we're gonna we're gonna do the damn thing. Period. So Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you wanna tell the people where you've been, what you've been up to? Oh, I thought that was gonna be you, but Oh, oh. No, it's fine. I'll go. Get it out the way. I've already been talking. You know what I'm saying? But um, I've been in school, yes. you know. Um, statistics is about to take me out. I don't know what's going to go on with that. But um, I'm ready for it to be over. I never want to take it again. If y'all have taken it, I applaud y'all because that's bullshit. But I've been working too. Staying out the way. Staying in the lane. I still feel like it's still COVID. Like... People nasty. Nasty. And new stuff just being revealed every day. Like, in the world crazy. So, i just been minding my business. What you been doing? Because um, we talking about school and all that. Oh, what, yeah. What, what, what happened? Well, I feel like the last time I was on here, I was taking, like, just, like, regular classes for psychology. And then I um ended up detouring last February and joined the cosmetology program. And so... This past February, beginning of this month, I graduated that said cosmetology <laughs> That part, okay. Yes. So, a bitch is very excited about that to whip up and slay some girls. I am waiting to take my state board test. So, I've been studying. Um, and, yeah, in addition to that, like, I'm, you know, working on some things. And I'm actually about to start performing, you know, back because like you said this COVID is weird and I felt weird about being out and amongst people and around people but I just I need to get it out of my system I need to go talk shit yeah for sure it's, it's been a while yeah and I know the people miss you for sure miss you so you gotta get you back into that and it's covered period pool <laughs> Mr. Postman period pool well yeah that's pretty much what's been going on with us yeah. um and getting on each other's nerves, because that's never going to change. Well, mm-hmm. we're starting already. I mean, <laughs> the nice stuff, that, that act wasn't going to last. Okay. Let's well, be real. We're glad that we got <laughs> it out the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about it. So, Judy. And, and the bride. They just got married. Mary. And they look so beautiful. Like, I love their wedding. It was so cute. Jermaine Dupri walked up. Y'all, I don't know how to talk right, so don't uh, don't try to get at me because I know I just butchered his name. It's What'd Jermaine Dupri. I, uh, <laughs> you I said, said Jermaine Dupri. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nah, y'all stalled me out, but he walked up right down the aisle. It was like a beautiful scene. And Lisa Ray, she wore purple. Yeah, she looked pretty. I loved the bride's dress, though. I liked that it was business at the top and party at the bottom yes like, it was so beautiful like 
and hair was pretty, they looked pretty, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that her and the brat, when I say her, I mean Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. That they were able to come together and be there for each other, support each other, like, because they sisters, and they love each other, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, with your siblings, sometimes you have your ups and your downs, and their situation. Exactly. Like that one time Lisa Ray said on uh, Cocktails with Queens mm-hmm. uh, when the bride was on there, she had to let the girls know, like, y'all motherfuckers don't know shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, <laughs> like y'all don't know shit at all. Look, cause that's my sister. At all. <laughs> she went up on them. On God. She really went up on <laughs> But yeah, but I, I'm glad that they shared that moment. And it was also, to be slightly messy, it was also reported that Lisa Ray was slightly upset about the fact that um, she found out that Debrat and Judy, congratulations to them. That super is so beautiful. We love love here. Um, but yeah, she was upset that she found out about their pregnancy via social media. And so, so that's double the blessings for them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all married. Y'all be coming at union. And y'all got a baby on the way. Double congratulations. You know what I'm saying? I love it for them. I do too. I guess the question is, are the people that you are close to in your life, family, friends, are they obligated? Are you obligated to tell them your personal details when they happen, as they happen, or what have you? My close people and my family? Yeah. Like, so, like you? Yeah, like, do you feel like if you're pregnant, like, you're obligated to tell me before you share it, however you choose to share it. I mean, for me, we know I'm an open person, but I'm also private in the same sense. Like, I tell y'all important stuff. I tell y'all what y'all need to know. You know what I'm saying? But, like, certain things, I'm going to keep to myself before I tell you. Um, I feel like people... You know, sometimes they just want to enjoy things to themselves. Yeah. Sometimes. So, if it's between, you know, me and my partner, me and my significant other, like, I'm not really going to want to say nothing because let me enjoy this moment. You know what I'm saying? Let me make sure that my baby okay. Let me make sure that there is a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many things happen to women when they're pregnant. Absolutely. And especially in the early part of the pregnancy. That first trimester, even though I don't have any children, you know what I'm saying? I know that that first trimester is, you know, the one that's helping, you know? Like, yeah. So, like, for me especially, I keep it to myself, I think. You know what I'm saying? But I will share it with you. Like, for me, like how I'm saying, I would keep stuff to myself. I wouldn't mind if y'all kept stuff to y'allself. You feel me? Um, But do... Tell me before you tell social media because I'm going to tell you. I don't want nobody feeling like they can come up and tell me about my family. You right. feel me? Like, we're family. So, there would be no way in hell, like, a supporter could come up and tell me, did you know or you didn't know about my family member? No. Yes. See, I, I understand it on on that tip because I, I agree that you know, if something is going on between you and your partner, your spouse, whatever, your your life mate, that 
it should be able to be between y'all and y'all should be able to enjoy it and something as special as a pregnancy. So I don't feel like anybody's obligated or even like an engagement. Like if you get engaged, like go take a vacation and like turn up and live your life. Anything special, you know what I'm saying? Like if I don't want to call y'all and tell y'all for a week or two, I'm just going to I'm living my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking that in with my man. Like we're engaged. Like, this is the happiest time of my life. What is me and him? Like, you feel me? But, yeah, I'm going to come back and tell y'all because we're going to celebrate too. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, I understand it. Like, because they are celebrities. And so there's a lot of people in between. You know what I mean? Uh, supporters and all of that. So I would, I understand why Lisa Ray would be upset because it's just like I am finding out about something so special on social media. But at the same time, I think that they just probably were trying to enjoy their pregnancy and sure. and they probably just were excited and announced it as a whole. Like, what if Judy didn't tell anybody in her camp or anything like that? Like, it was just literally between them and they were like, we're going to do one big shebang. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. They're, they're entitled to that. Yeah, I do feel like they're able to enjoy, you know, their space in privacy, you know. And it's just like it's protecting your energy because even when you're pregnant, like when people find out, they're gonna congratulate you. But how many people happy? Or if you get married, you get engaged, you feel me? You graduate college, anything. These people are not always wanting to be happy for you no more. Like they can tell you congratulations, they can send you well wishes. But how much of that is true? Like, how much of it is actually genuine? You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, yeah, I'd rather keep it to myself. But I will let y'all in after I'm done really embracing it and crying and doing everything I need to do. Because, you know, I'm a crybaby. So, after I get all my cries out, tears of joy, whatever, scaredness, nervousness, whatever. Like, y'all tell my people. Because I'm not going to be mad if y'all hold nothing from me. Just tell me before you say something. Period. I agree. So that's that's the moral to that story. Is um, tell your folks before you announce something major on social media, and also to the people that feel like they're privy to know your business because they're close to you, like they're supposed to. Like you're obligated to tell them every detail of your life. They need to go sit down and get some business of their fucking own. We're grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're not always gonna be able to. Be in your face every damn day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like girl, go sit down. We're not in high school no more. So, shit. We got families and schedules and careers and like, all that. Living in this world. Like, this world's crazy. Hello. We might go to, um, I don't even want to get too political. You know what I'm saying? But this Russian oh. war that's going on in the uh, Ukraine and... How are y'all now? Now this Let's is what's into that. This, this is what's terrifying, man. How was y'all soldiers and y'all presidents and and leaders? Why is y'all on social media? Why are y'all on social media? This is serious, like for real. And y'all on social media? It's funny. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, like, y'all. Because now you done took it to another place. So as we know, Russia is working to seize Ukraine. And Putin said that if any nation interferes, he has nuclear weapons. He's threatening. Um, 
And Ukraine is requiring that all men from ages 18 to 60 stay back and fight. So we're seeing videos of these people putting their families, their wives, the soup, the elderly, you know, their kids on um, these trains. And it's just like, that's so sad to see. But at the same time, it's like we want to feel sad that these people are being subjected to violence as citizens of an area being subjected to violence without their own, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got shit to really do with them. They just, they live there. But they're not allowing black people get into it on these trains to get out the city. It's just like they're willing to leave them behind and push them to the back while they let white passengers board. And I seen that video with the baby. It was like a two-month baby and a girl. And y'all sitting up there allowing them to really be out in this cold. Like, but y'all getting all these other people on like that other video where uh they was letting the you know Ukrainian on there and then uh they was like they y'all letting her on, but yeah. y'all not letting the blacks on. Y'all not letting the blacks on. And I'm like, that's really crazy. Like we in 2022. Racism is just so it's like not going anywhere. Even when it's for the entire country to be in pain, we can't come together. You know what I'm saying? Like we all hurt it. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? We're all invaded. It's all of us. But y'all don't see it that way, right? So I, I think that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty sickening. Um I I I still I mean I my heart goes out to everybody that it's I mean hell we might all be involved <laughs> at some point. Because right, did you see Biden? It's a scary time. Biden sent three hundred and fifty was a million or billion. He just sent I think it's a million. I want to know about these student loans, Joe. I want to know why gas going up like that, Joe. I said it on stage last year. Where you at, Joe? I want to know why. Has anybody seen Joe? Listen, I know that, you know, when we get a new president, like, if the previous one was, you know, doing stuff, then they have to come in and correct it to their way, especially if they're a different, you know, um, class. Like, if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican and you're coming into office... You switching things. Now, laws do have to get voted on. And things that happen do have to get voted on. And he has to take that to them. Even though he's the president, stuff has to get approved for it to come out. Right? So, I'm just like, you need to be talking to your people to make sure that when it's time to get these votes in, you know what I'm saying? You better use your mouthpiece. You're the president. You're the mouthpiece of the country. You hear me? What you tell us is what we supposed to go off of. Because you run this country in some way, shape, or form. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, get it together, Joe. There should be no way in hell I'm going to Walmart and I'm going to stop going there because they like to check receipts just for a damn water bottle. And um, with me, uh, that's up. out. Like, we're not doing that. Don't fucking run up on me in Walmart asking shit. You, <clears throat> so, me, I'm... Staying strictly away from there. I'm going to Target. Like, I don't... Stuff ain't locked up. It ain't. Everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, razors and deodorant and lotion. Why is this locked up? But then when you think about it, Target is terrible. You go in there and you... 
you just you in there longer than you expected to be because there's so many things. Yeah, targeted. <laughs> it's, so. it's, it's a we're not even on that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you giving out all this, and I do feel for them. You feel me? Because it's sad. But then, are you thinking about how we need to be protected too? Right, and because, I, I and another goddamn thing. Why are we on it? Where is my next stimulus check? Because it's supposed to come in your taxes. Listen, the world ain't resumed <laughs> the way that it needs to resume, and things is weird. And then people would be getting fake vaccination cards and lying about being vaccinated and all kinds of shit. It's just a dangerous time. And now these motherfuckers, now Putin is sitting his ass over there. I was like, where is Trump with the rump, with the good rump, with the <laughs> with the good throat, with them little stubby fingers? Where is he at when you need him? Because whatever he was doing for Putin. Um, and I ain't gonna lie, when he was a president, he was telling the business. That's what he was. He was taking the shit over there. That's what I, that's that's what he was doing for them, and it kept him it kept him at bay. He was. He was satisfied, but now he's on some he's on some different shit for the twenty or twenty two. He probably they probably sent this COVID nineteen out here. And let me tell you <laughs> about their nuclear weapons. I was looking at the targets, and you know California's there, and LA is there. All parts, you know, we live in SoCal. They damn near be wanting to call everything LA Hollywood. But it's the different parts and the ventures off, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's scary. And when they launch it, it's only going to take 30 minutes to get over here. Listen, we didn't do nothing to y'all. I ain't got no beef. <laughs> but nobody. <laughs> Shit, I'm struggling as it is in the regular world. But yeah, everybody needs to just go on about their fucking business. And they need to let them black people get on the train. Don't try to leave them behind for the bullshit. Yeah, don't do but, that. But thank you for letting them know as people that have been citizens, black citizens in that country, now that they know how you really feel about them. You know what I'm saying? And now they know they're not protected nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nowhere you go. That's the reality of it. And I know that it's the last day of black history, but... But there's nothing that I would ever want to be other than black. My skin is worth more than a mansion. Right. Like, y'all want everything that we have. Black people are so beautiful. Like, our skin is worth so much. Our melanin is worth so much. Our hair it's worth so much. Like, everything about us. You know what I'm saying? Our organs. We, like, are, we are fucking culture. You know what I'm we talking about, black people? Alrighty. Well, since we're on the topic of black people, <laughs> uh, we want to introduce a new segment, and it's called We Need a Longer Month, hmm. in the words of Whitney Houston. Um, because Black History Month is not long enough and we want to celebrate all our black brothers and sisters and non-binary folks and every fucking thing else in between. And children and everybody. At all moments. Even the black animals. Okay? Period. (laughs) That part. Um, my whole thing about this is February is only 28 days. Only 28 days. You know, that's the shortest month of all 12. So, not only do y'all just give us the short end of the stick, because although it's Black History Month, 
in these schoolhouses. What y'all do for these kids during Black History Month? What do you teach them when it's not Black History Month? Like it damn sure ain't black history. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, be real with these kids. Let them know exactly what's going on. They're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how dare y'all yeah. give us a month with 28 days? And every four years we get an extra day. So that's why it's supposed to be special, because we get that. No, we're special regardless. You feel me? You can't never tell me. Um, you don't wanna um look like this? No, baby. Okay. Right. And nothing against people who get surgery or nothing like that. You feel me? Like, whatever you feel is best for you, that's for you. But how God made me, well, I'm going to die that way. If I stay fat, we just going to stay fat. Like, I'm not, no. My nose always going to be like this. My lips always going to be like this. My chest always going to be small, even when I have kids. Right. And I mean, plus, have you ever watched two white people kiss each other before? Mm. I ain't got no ass. <laughs> but let me, let, let me not do that because there's some black people that ain't got no ass. Everybody but wants to be us. Who do you want to spotlight on? I love Spike Lee. Come on. I really love Spike Lee. And it's always been an aspiration of mine. I don't feel like I like to say dreams no more because dreams are just. You know, nothing comes to a dreamer. You got to speak it into existence. You know what I'm saying? Manifest it. Like, let it be known that it's going to happen. You better speak it into existence. And even if it don't happen, you still spoke life into it. And the plans that you have along those plans are going to follow behind it. You know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like you better. Right. So, but... An aspiration of mine is to work with that man. I love him so much. His work is just so amazing. He's so different, but so relatable. And so just, <laughs> he's him. Period. <laughs> like, I love him. What about you? Well, I've been watching a show on ABC called Abbott Elementary, created in... Um, starred in by Quinta Brunson. I've heard about that show. I need to get up on Game and Watch it. Like, I can't lie and say that I've watched it yet, but you know how I am with shows. Like, you know, I like there to be a whole season for me to watch because I'm impatient when it comes to TV, y'all. Because um, I really don't watch a lot of TV. I don't even have one in my room. Um, I just watch things like on my laptop. So I watch series. So, for me, I like to see more than, like, four episodes in one sitting. Like, when I'm not doing nothing, I'll just go and watch, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't like to have to wonder what's coming next. Yeah. I like to just come back to it. Because if I miss it, then I'm going to be mad that I missed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so good, and it's so funny and well thought out. And in her words um, from her Jimmy Kimmel interview is that it's incredibly specific and it just it's so good and i really have to also highlight janelle james who plays the principal in the show because she's caring she's hilarious as yeah fun. yeah she's giving what she needs to give okay so with this like because i know it, it seems like a show even though i haven't watched it i know the show is going to run for a very 
very long time. Because I, I just keep hearing so many amazing things about it. Um, but do I want to know, is it like regular seasons or is like it's just going to be like a quick break? Because if it's going to like, or if it continues to just like go where they continuously go and they don't really like have like that much breaks of it because you know like shows that just come on continuously i think like, it's gonna i think it's going to get what the show the office gave in a sense because it's a mockumentary sitcom and so i think it's and it's that same vibe it's literally like a, a sitcom about the teachers and the faculty of an elementary school y'all i didn't watch the office so that's why I'm asking, like, but even with The Office, like, because, you know, it, it shows have seasons, you know what I'm saying? But because it's a show that's a sitcom, you know what I'm saying? Like, sitcoms come on every week. Like, you know, they barely have breaks where it don't come on. Only, like, a week or two. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, like, if they do it like that, then once they get to, like, 10 episodes, I can't watch it. They're at 9 now. Oh, they is? Okay, good. So after next week, I'll be able to watch it because that gives me a lot of different episodes to watch. So I'm never like behind if they just continue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. I I so salute the whole cast of folks and creative team that put this show together because it's really great. You know, somebody could call me. You know, listen, Quinta might hear this one day. I want you to put Miss Abbott. I want you to put Miss Abbott on a couple of episodes. Period. Because I just really love how, like, it's named after her. You know what I'm saying? But I know she's smart. Like, so she probably like, I gotta bring her on. Yeah, here. she should bring her on as something, like, villainous, Like, low-key. Like, make her, like, a tough cookie. like Or something. Yeah. Something opposite of what we she feel is. like. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I, I love Black Mirror. Yo. Yeah, it's such a great show. But, yo. That's the black uh, person for you. This week. For this week, yeah. I, I love Spike Lee. It's so many more people that I love. I really love everybody, but if we're going to do it, you know, we're going to do it right. We're going to keep talking about the blackness and the culture of being black and the education of being black. I am, I'm in school and I work, right? But I also do like Instacart on the side stuff like that so like how we were talking about earlier with like the russian war how they weren't allowing like black women and children to get on you know the bus while other people were getting on i was in a store and i had to go to a hispanic store to go grocery shopping for somebody because that's where the groceries are from and you know you go into those stores it's usually a lot of hispanics because that's they, you know, the lane that they created for themselves. Like, of course, they go everywhere else, but you know what I mean. When you go in there, like, it's their culture, you know. That's where they go to to get what they need. When I'm in there, and uh, I go and I'm checking out, the woman don't speak to me, but the 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 person before me and the person after me, she giving them full blown conversations. I said, oh, that's different. But you know I speak English well because you had a whole, at the end, oh, you want a bag and how many? All right. And then you speak to them in English a little bit. 
And then you start off the conversation. So you know it and you understand it well. Because you know you're going to get different walks of people in here. I just thought that that was rude. Because I'm nice to everybody. I always say, like, how you doing? Like, you know, good afternoon. It's that and the third. So it's just crazy how people act. Because I don't treat people that way. But that's my little rant. I'm, listen. Because like, I just, that upset me. Racism and colorism exists everywhere and unfortunately it's not going to go nowhere anytime soon so it's just important that we continue to educate people about these experiences that black people have um, in society so that way we can shine more light on it and address it and so people feel com- start feeling more comfortable to call it out when they see it you know oh while we're still on the topic before we get off of it real quick while we talking about black people, I think that we both had our separate person, but we got somebody together because we just watched the end of the oh movie. My God. So we got to throw out Tyler Perry, okay? So when um, we were just watching the Medea Homecoming, at the end, baby, that man cuts up, okay? He does his thing as Medea, and I love how, like, that's his whole. Like alter ego, but when you I'm see him you. talking regularly, he's just so laid back, so cool. Like you know, and I just feel like I love that's how he expresses himself, and that's a very wise man. Like, and he is getting better with Medea, how she looks, how she carries herself, her costume, her hair. You know what I mean? Like all that, the makeup did. Because um, I was just thinking about like when. Medea first started yeah. how the curls was just like up and it Them was just like wigs. you know what I'm saying like so he's really came a long way I really applaud all of his accomplishments because I feel like he deserved it and that man is almost in the game for 20 years like you know where everybody like know his mm-hmm. name like you know public I know he been doing this for a very long time but like you know as far as the whole world being able to see him and being able to experience him. I know some of my favorite quotes come from Medea. Same, same. You know, like there's one where they talk about the roots and the branches and the, you know, the, the leaves of the go. tree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And how some people here for a season and some people, you know, you here for a season, but you here for a reason. Right. Everybody that come in your life is here to teach you something, whether it's something good or bad, you know, negative, positive, or what type of energy is shared between you all. Like, every person that come in your life is there to experience you for a certain amount of time. And as they're experiencing you, they're teaching and they're learning from you. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like a lot of those quotes speak about stuff like that. Like, especially that seasons and yeah. leaves, like how you got the two roots or the three roots to the tree. Yeah. They never going nowhere. Yeah. I, I I genuinely have gotten a lot of my sense of humor. Like, I feel like I've seen it reflected in a lot of Tyler Perry's earlier plays. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think Tyler Perry is really talented, and I think that... I don't want to say that he's a drag queen, but that is drag. And the fact that it's improved and it's polished now shows that he's been doing that specific character for a long time. 
and he's gotten better at doing his Medea character. And so that alone was my takeaway from the movie. I wasn't into the whole, you know, plot and all that stuff, but I enjoyed Medea genuinely, and I did get a, a laugh, and that shit at the end was a key, and he clearly loves B. Oh, me. <laughs> and Mary but J. In, Blige. In the movie, too, though, you didn't hear Uncle Joe's like, um, what did he say? You going to something me and B? Can't nobody come between me? Something yeah. like that. And I already knew. And I was laughing. Like, this was really serious. I thought he was talking about Bam. I don't know. I automatically thought <laughs> Beyonce because I knew, like, that performance was going to come somewhere. That was real smart to put it in the credits. Yeah. That was real smart. People were going to sit sit down and stay there and watch that. Like, and then walk go. out feeling good about the whole situation. You know? Like, so, I was feeling real good about that. I really liked that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Um... You got anybody else on your spirit? Um, for black people? Oh, I have one. Um, she runs Noor's Men's Grooming Service in Beverly Hills, I believe. Her name is Natasha. Um, she, on Instagram, goes by the name The Female Oracle. And she... Basically, is just a very inspiring human being to me. Um, she spends majority of her time, um, you know, catering to men. Her her business is catered and directed towards men. So on social media, she spends a lot of time um, helping women to invest in themselves and pouring into other women. And I just, although I'm a man, I be so inspired and. <laughs> motivated uh, the female oracle well I think she, that's her name on um, on Instagram yeah I think I might have had her underscore in it oh send me that bitch so I can up. see her it's okay I, I like that yeah she she says so many great things drops Jim. she's for anybody that's interested in doing any self development work anybody that's wanting to expand themselves as a person and really dive deep into do that work to figure out why you tick the way that you tick and ultimately how to get to grow. <laughs> to pretty much grow. She's about growth and result. Well, listen here. Um, I'm not bashing you or nothing because you're very good at what you do. But I can't wait for you to um, self-develop your skill and um, excelling in lock. So... You can do mine. What? Yeah. Like, I can't wait for you to be able, like, you know, you continue learning, like, different aspects and stuff. The feminine.oracle is her Instagram. Oh, see, but you said the female. Fucking up. Mm. But no, I think that this woman is incredible. Um, I first discovered her on MJ Harris's. Instagram and YouTube where he did an interview with him and she talked about, you know, her family and, you know, raising having a trans daughter and just being a black woman that's the hustler that has had to dig deep within herself to understand herself and have compassion for herself to grow and to have a business and to make money, but more importantly, enjoy her life. And so she just really inspires me by the shit that she be talking about. 
Like, and sometimes it'd be funny. She'd be like, I saw this girl at the post office the other day and she didn't have no lotion on her ankles. And ladies, you don't never do no shit like that. (laughs) But it's just funny because she'll start there and it'll be funny. But then she is going to dive deep. I love that. um, I'll follow her. Yo. And then I want to go get, I want to go get done up at New York. But I'm not going to expect her to give me one of them talks. I'm going to wait for social media. And she does workshops and stuff like that. And I always be telling her when she's live, like, I'm a man. But, like, I date men. So a lot of what you're saying to me is speaking to me. And then also I live with the desire to constantly grow and evolve. So, yeah, I just wanted to highlight her. If you're in Beverly Hills, get online and book appointment with her New Orleans men's grooming in Beverly Hills she will get you right sir um yes and then ladies follow her online the feminine.org okay another switch when it comes to other people um you know I think there's a lot of people I'm gonna just shout out the city Cause it's <laughs> yeah, we're like, black people everywhere. Like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, for real. Like so, uh, we're from Pasadena. You know what I'm saying? And Pasadena produces so many different talented, like talented, <laughs> talented <laughs> people. You know what I'm saying? Like there's sports, there's arts, there's cooking, there's singing, there's dancing. There's just so many different things that's produced from the city that we're from. And I really love where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Like, the experiences that I've had. Like, we got photographers. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many singers, hairstylists. Like, it's just so many different people who are so amazing and just do such amazing things. So, I got to shout out the entire Pasadena, you know? Coming from where I'm from. Period. I love it there. I don't live there and I would not live there no more. But um, I love it. I'm still trying to get out. I mean, <laughs> we all got to go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we going to always call that home because that is home. It is home. And it's somewhere there that has been home to us that we still can go back to. Period. You know what I'm saying? But Period. I think we had a good run today. Don't I think you? we did indeed. Yeah, this for sure was a good um, updated, you know. Welcome back moment. Welcome back. It felt good. Something sure. light. You know. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember, if we have some new people here. What we do at the end of every episode is state one thing that we're getting letting go of, either from like today, um, the week or hell, you know, it's been a minute for us or over the time that we've actually been gone and had time to come back and reflect and actually think about. So what is one thing that you're letting go of today or this week or, you know? Letting go of the fear of being great. I want to be great at every fucking thing I do one day. I want to be a great comedian. I want to be a great hairstylist, a great actor, uh, a great partner, a great friend, um, a great, you know, son, cousin, brother, sister. You know, I want to... (laughs) 
you know, I just want to be great and not be afraid of my own potential and of my own dreams. Just focus on conquering them. That's that's just what I want to be fucking great. That's it. And I'm letting go of being afraid of that actually being a reality. And 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 as a result of being afraid, it's like I hold myself back or I don't even give my self a fighting chance certain times. And it's just it's time to get in the game. What I've cussed you out about self many different times. Yeah. All our lives. Um, so basically, you're letting go of not being the greatest version of yourself that you're supposed to be. Period. Already. And that we know you're supposed to be. Period. Okay. I love that for you. So, as for myself, I mean, I was waiting for him to ask me, you know, like, because I asked him, but... I thought you were just going to join in. I mean, it would have been nice to have, like, you know, like, okay, Nico, what you doing, but... (laughs) Well, I've always been mean. Fuck you. (laughs) Now, as for myself, um, since it's been a while and you haven't heard much from us, I will say that something that I've had to let go... Um, over these past like seven or eight months is letting people abuse my kindness. Um, I've had people who I've had to let go. You know what I'm saying? Because I started to realize that my kindness wasn't, you know, a strength anymore. It wasn't a quality anymore. It was a weakness, so it was something that people felt like they could take advantage of. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing too much for people who didn't deserve for me to do anything for them because it wouldn't be reciprocated. So uh, I've had to let go of being so nice to people who aren't as deserving of it. But I'm still sweet, you know? I'm still the same person, but there's more boundaries now. Has to be boundaries. So Remember we did a whole episode on boundaries. We definitely did, and you know it's easier to talk about some things than exercise them yeah, in real life. In practice. You know what I'm saying? So I've definitely got my practice in, and the people who want to be here but don't need to be here, like as we we're speaking about seasons and reasons, <laughs> y'all was here for a season, and y'all taught me how to take more control of myself. And over my emotions and over, you know, the effort and the kindness and the time and the investments that I put out, you know, aside from me not receiving those same actions. So, that's my piece. Work. Work, okay. I love that for you. Thank you. So, guys, much like we do at the end of every episode... Uh, We always just want to say an encouraging word to our listeners. Um, I guess what I would like to let everybody know is don't ever let anything that happens in your life, any trauma, any hurt, pain, any relationship, person, whatever, stop you from doing your gig. Like, any time you allow external factors from stopping, stop you from getting up and going to do what you need to do for yourself, you're fucking up. (laughs) And I just want to encourage people to get up and just dust themselves off. It's been a rough and a tough two years, and we're still going through this pandemic stuff. But I just want to encourage you guys to go do your fucking gig. 
Whatever it is that you're passionate about, go do it. Stop letting that man stop you and block you. Stop letting that woman stop you and block you. Go do what you are most passionate about and what you love. Go do your gig, love. That's it for me. Wasn't much, but that's it. I mean, that was really great. Uh, that was amazing. You have to be yourself. Uh, for me, I know I've said it before, and I told y'all I was going to say it again because it's been a minute, and I feel like some of y'all really need to let these people know. Uh, don't ever allow anybody to make you feel like you're not shit. Yeah. You're going to go through pain. You're going to go through times where you feel like it's the hardest of your life. But there's nothing that you experience in this life that you cannot get over. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who are still down. You know, and they done been down for years on top of years. But their thing is they still here. And if you still here, you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you can't uh, can do a lot for somebody or you can or do a lot for yourself so long as you got your mind and you allow your mind to be the wisdom and to be the voice because you're thinking it and you're you like not thinking it but you're allowing yourself to think you're allowing yourself to have that sameness of your mind and your brain still like it's so much we go through our minds can be gone fast like it's a lot of things that has happened in this world that will make somebody lose their mind, especially today. But if you keep your mind, you keep your faith, whatever you believe in, you know what I'm saying? But you keep yourself afloat, you keep your shoulders straight, you know, your head held high and your chin up, you're going to be cool. So whatever you're going through, you know, it's not your story. You got the chance to get up and write it over or continue it. You know what I'm saying? Just allow yourself to to get up and to keep pushing and move forward. Because so long as you got 24, you got a chance. Period. So, Period. that was my word. That, the word is get up. You know what I'm saying? And do what you got to do. Go get your blessing. Go, go get, get it. it. Go get oh, it. Yeah. Hey, go get, go get your blessing. Go get it. Hey. I'm ready. I was... See, I was about to go into my soprano. It's bit. your time. <laughs> yes, hallelujah. It's your time, baby. So make sure you get up and you have your time. We thank y'all so much for being here with us. It feels so good to be back. And you gotta know. You know what I'm saying? Period, Pooh. If you did crest, <laughs> you better find one that it can do. Even if it's in shape of a toy, but uh, <laughs> like we always say, the only cure for depression is, is dick. dick.